This podcast is a Tucker Media production. For more information, head to tuckermedia.com.au. Welcome to How Gen Y Buy. Each week, we speak to everyday Australians to discover the unique ways in which they are entering the property market. Learn how Gen Y are beating the odds and getting their foot on the property ladder with your host, Nathan Smith, the Managing Director and Mortgage Broker at Birdie Wealth. Welcome back to another episode of How Gen Y Buy. This week, I'm joined in the studio by Carolyn and Aidan, who have a fairly unique story because we're right in the middle of them purchasing a property. They're partway through the transaction. Welcome along. Thank you for Pleasure. So... At the moment, you actually haven't got the keys for your property. You found your property, you've had your offer accepted on it, but uh, yet to pick up the keys. How are you finding the process so far? Nerve-wracking. <laughs> Nerve-wracking? <laughs> bit stressful. Is it intimidating or is it uh, is it just not knowing what's coming next? I think now we're all good, but the last few weeks were pretty crazy. Yeah, um, when, when, we're, <laughs> when we're in the middle of like the phone calls and the bids over the phone, it was pretty stressful not knowing what's going to happen. But yeah, definitely the last few weeks we've just been excited and ready to move in. I think once the formal approval is received, it takes yeah. a lot of pressure off your yeah. shoulders, doesn't it? Once you know that, right, I am getting the money, it is going to come through, then it comes along. Yeah. Why did you decide to actually purchase a property? My parents have always been very like, proactive on buying instead of renting. Yeah. So I've had that drilled into me and we live 70 kilometres apart. Yes. So Finding somewhere to live was pretty important. So. Yes. Yeah, the commute was, yeah. uh, was getting to you. Fair enough. So living on opposite sides of Sydney, um, so something where you can live in together. Uh, did you consider renting at all or was there always that decision to buy a property? Yeah, we considered renting for a, a few weeks. We went and looked at a few properties with one of our friends, but it didn't really take us long to figure out, no, we just want to go straight into the market and settle into a house instead of mucking around with someone else. Yeah. I remember I bought a, a my first property with my partner, who's now my wife, and we ended up buying a property because we couldn't get a rent anywhere. No one would rent to two 21-year-olds who had no rental history. So that's what actually pushed us across into, into buying a property in the end. So you've decided to buy a property together. Did you have that conversation together and was anyone more for it or more against it? I think it was a pretty mutual decision yeah. that we made. And what about then working out where to buy and what style of property to buy? We, uh, there we, was more um, of a debate about that. Yeah. Um, we originally looked halfway between. but Yeah, yeah. It was going to be halfway, but then I got my way. <laughs> we made a compromise. <laughs> like, <laughs> we made okay. a compromise in Carolyn's way. Fair enough. <laughs> and you've bought a two-bedroom property uh, that you're still waiting for the keys for. Was there any key criteria that you were looking for while you're looking for a property? The double garage was always something yes. I was a bit keen on. Right. So you're a mechanic by trade, so you've got toys, I guess, yeah, that well, need yeah. to be filled up. You need a bit of room to play, yeah. Fine. So that was one <laughs> of the, the must-haves was double garage. Was there anything else that you were looking for? Uh, well, I wanted fairly new. Like, I'm not really into the Renault, so. Yes. Right. <laughs> Good condition. So it's a set-and-forget type yeah. of property yeah. that you didn't have to worry too much about. Mm. Okay. On the uh, big balcony we were yeah. pretty keen on. Like, yeah. Just to give you that bit more space, right? Yeah. You're both living in houses, I assume, at the moment. So coming into a unit 
can sometimes feel a little bit daunting. So having that almost second room outside is important. So you've decided to buy property. Where did you start to source information on getting into the market? Probably just online a lot. We looked at it like even before we were like had our deposit ready. We were on real estate and domain just on the apps every weekend checking it out. And, um, yeah. I think I got, got a lot of advice from parents and brothers gone through the yeah. same thing. So he's given me advice and through work as well. Everyone's always got their two cents to give you. So of course, yeah. So yeah. you're you're an accountant. Did that? help you in the process at all do you think or is there still a lot to learn uh, you get a lot of opinions i guess right, so okay. whether or not it's helpful or not is a, conflicting opinions yeah. sometimes yeah so some people say hang off like the price is going to drop or that sort of thing or go now because they're at the lowest they're going to be so yeah very conflicting but yeah you just got to go with your gut i think i do find that i find that really difficult to to uh, get clear information, whether it's buying your first home or investing in property or renovating. There's there's so much conflicting advice out there because there's a lot of free advice, but it tends to have the people giving that advice have some form of position behind it as to why they're giving that particular opinion. Mm-hmm. Now, the one of the most impressive things about, about you guys as a couple is that you've managed to save a 20% deposit, which I see very rarely. It is quite hard to get to that 20% deposit. What was your process behind saving and getting there? Well, when we first started talking about it, I didn't even have a, a proper savings account. I just had one account. My pay went in, and out, in and out. Yeah, not earning any interest. I was only a third year apprentice, so I wasn't really right. earning very much. And um, uh, she talked to me. Carol and the accountant say, <laughs> "Right, you need to get your money to savings. Yeah. You need to start to earn some interest on it." Yeah, uh, but. Again, that's probably not uh, not the easiest time at the moment to be earning interest on money, is it? Yeah, it wasn't really much and we changed banks and tried to get the highest rate, but every little bit helped. Because low, rate, low rates is going to be fantastic when your mortgage starts and kicks in, but during that savings period, it certainly made it harder to uh, build your savings and yep. get your deposit together. Um, is there any kind of bad advice you were given? Do you remember... Advice from family or friends or, or other people, not naming any names, that said something and you went, really? Well, my dad tried that because he didn't realize, he thought you still had to have like a credit rating yes. to be approved. Yeah. So he talked me into getting a, I didn't do it, but uh, he said I should get a 10 grand personal loan just to get a credit rating going. Pay it down. And I was yeah. nearly considering that and then I spoke to Carolyn and she said, no, that's stupid. You don't need a, <laughs> yeah. a credit rating, you just yeah. need a good deposit. So, so I, hear that, I hear that all the time of people saying you need to start your credit file, you need to show good credit. Uh, now, this is changing in Australia at the moment. They are looking to a system whereby you can see both good and bad credit. Uh, but currently, at the moment, you only see negative credit. So, um, unfortunately, if somebody can have paid off three home loans, paid off a few car loans and miss one phone bill mm. and their credit file will show as a bad credit. So, unfortunately, all the good stuff you do doesn't necessarily show. Now, at the moment, there's a lot of talk in the media about housing prices, Gen Y being able to buy a property. What did that influence have on your decision to buy? Very little, I think. Just made us more determined and kind of yeah. prove them wrong. It's yeah. possible. Yeah. yeah. Now, the hunt for property for you guys wasn't particularly long, was it? It felt like a long time. <laughs> it really wasn't, yeah. We yeah. were pretty lucky. Two months, yeah. serious looking. Yes. Yeah. So I had a... a guest on the show a few weeks ago and he's was three and a half years so that's in perspective yours <laughs> yeah. was very very short yeah. 
you attended a few open houses. What caught your eye about the property that you've bought? I think just the way they've displayed it. Like they've uh, hired someone, obviously interior designing, and as soon as you walk in, like it just felt really welcoming, really open. It just looked good. Yeah, there was a lot we looked at. There was always like, oh, everything's perfect, but this, but this, and this one just didn't really. We weren't compromising on anything. Everything was perfect. They had the double garage, the good balcony. It was all pretty new. It's all brand new, renovated. Yeah, it's a so. good spot. I was trying yeah. to get on the Sutherland side because it's just easier for me to get to work. So, yes. And that was a tick. Yeah. yeah. Just everything seemed to fall into place on that one. And so it is, it's not, uh, it's not right on a real heavy main road, but it's quite easy to get from where yeah, you're living right. out onto the, yeah. the artery roads and feed you out to, to both of your workplaces, I guess. Yep. Um, now, both of you travel by car to work, so being near a train station, did you take that into account when you were buying a property? Yeah. In, in the Shire, most places are pretty close to stations, but it probably wasn't a big determining factor. It's always handy. It was a plus. It was yeah. Like positive. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, we probably would have gone wherever that we, we liked, not really regarding the train stations. And the property itself, your particular one's on the top level, did you have a preference of where that sat as far as ground to middle to top? We've always been told to go ground, but I think that's mostly for the, the moving in and moving out. Yeah. I think once we're moved in, the top floor will be good because you get the better view. and You'd have to be worried about having stuff on the balcony. Like We looked at a yeah. few yeah. where your balcony is on the bottom floor right next to the road. Anyone can just hop over and take your chairs or barbecue yes. when you head out there. So, yeah, I, like the, I like the top floor. Yeah, well, I noticed with your one, um, because you're on the top floor, you don't have any balcony or anything above your mm. particular balcony. So there seem to be, in the photos, I know they can do magnificent <laughs> things with photos nowadays, but there seemed to be with your particular one that the lighting coming in was, uh, was quite good, so it's quite easy to yep. see and look uh, for lighting. So I've helped organise your finance, um, and you actually found me through Facebook, Yeah, which is... I guess uh, it sounds unique, but it's not. The, most of my uh, business now is coming through social media. So did you look for recommendations in the area? What, what, how did you kind of come across the business? Well, originally I was sort of looking on everything Sutherland Shire, searching like mortgage brokers and that sort of thing and seeing which people were recommended more frequently. Yes. Um, and your name came up a few times, so yeah, contacted you, so... It's interesting now because we're seeing that a lot. People now using Facebook to find businesses, whether it's brokers or plumbers or or any other type of business, where traditionally you would probably go to Google and and type in that. Now people are actually going to Facebook to look for it. Uh, so we had our first meeting, and and I'd say between the time we had our initial meeting to when you put your pre approval in was a couple of months. So. Yeah. There was an initial discussion around what, where your scenario was, what what that was able to do, and uh, then some news came out. Some big news came out saying stamp duty is being abolished from the first of July, and there was a I guess a little blessing in the skies there for you. So um, having waited that couple of months and having having the time to think about it, you ended up getting in and buying a property after July and having that stamp duty waiver. Mm-hmm. Now your property was due to go to auction, is that right? No, no. That's the one we bought. So the one you yeah. bought was you did attend an auction, didn't you? We attended a few auctions. So on the first yeah. of June, I think it was there. Yeah. When, whenever they announced the stamp duty, we were actually going to an auction that night. That's right. That's we were right. Fully committed to purchase that property, and we said, "Well, it's just bad luck." But it's kind yeah. of good. It worked out well that it went way too high for us anyway, and we 
waited another month and the timing just all fell into place. Yeah. So I remember that night quite clearly because I was in two appointments back-to-back when the announcement had and I came out and my phone was lit up like a Christmas tree because <laughs> every first home buyer I'd had an inquiry or conversation with was on the phone and you guys were obviously going to the auctions that night and I remember I had messages from you. So, uh, so yeah, so, yeah, sometimes there are blessings in disguise and you missed out on that particular property on the night and ended up with one that um, that uh, you prefer. So you bought the property, private treaty, you then got in contact with a conveyance. So was that a recommendation, the conveyance you ended up using? That's our family conveyance, I think. Okay, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, so the family's recommended using them. Yeah. The conveyance that took you through more the legal side of things, going through the contracts and the paperwork. Uh, did you find that side of things daunting or easy to get through? No, fairly straightforward. Not straightforward. Just a lot yeah. of, like, emails back and forth, back and forth yeah. between and like obviously year the conveyance of the bank that week that we were kind of not sure what was going on. That's right. It was pretty yeah. stressful. There's a lot of parties to talk to, isn't there, yeah. and making sure that you've given everyone the right information for them to be able to do their job. Yeah. So, uh, so where were you when you were told that the loan was all approved? How was that work? Approved, yeah, the girls at work as well. At work in the afternoon. It yeah. was that, that kind of a big moment of that stress coming yeah. off. We've got the property now yeah. and yeah. and we're moving in. Yeah. So uh, so that was a big relief for you. How long till you move into the property now? 15 days. 15 yeah, not days. Counting. Not, not counting. counting. Yeah. And uh, I remember we spoke the other day. You said that the uh, the weekends have switched from open houses to uh, furniture shopping now. Is that right? Yeah. yeah. yeah so much. both moving from home into your first property, that's now uh, the next thing is heading to Harvey Norman and, yeah. and filling up the actual place. So yeah. uh, is it to two better? Yeah, too much. Yeah, so filling up the space. I remember when we upgraded from our unit up to the house, it was exactly the same. We moved into this house and we just had empty rooms. We just closed the doors because we had no idea what to fill up and, and what to use them for, but eventually it fills up over a period of time. So leading in the settlement, is there any concerns or issues you've got over this next 15 days? No, we're just pretty excited to get in. Like we'll obviously figure it out once we get in what we need, what we don't have. But I think it's just all excitement now. Yeah, nothing else to do to the place. You're right, just to move in and uh, set its yep. coat of paint and ready to go. Yeah, fantastic, excellent. Well, thanks very much for coming in. Um, I've taken a lot away from what you guys have said as far as. Uh, You've ignored what the media said. You've ignored what other people have said, and you guys have put your head down and saved your deposit. You've done really well. Uh, it's quite interesting to hear from somebody who's actually in the middle of going through this process at the moment. What's next for you guys? Have you thought further ahead after this property? Yeah, we definitely want to invest in more um, in the future. So potentially investment properties next yeah. is yeah. what you'd be thinking maybe, about. Yeah, maybe the next one will be like a house to live in or an upgrade, something a bit bigger. And yeah. We're not sure if we'll keep this one as an investment or might have to sell that one, but definitely like further ahead, definitely more like investment properties. Bigger and better things. Yeah. yeah. Well, whether you've done it intentionally or not, I think the property you've got is would be a good investment property too. It ticks a lot of boxes that uh, you may not potentially be looking for, but as we spoke about before, it is near a train line, it is near amenities and shops, and it's quite easy to get out onto roads, so it ticks a lot of boxes that a, a tenant would be looking for when they're looking for a property. Mm-hmm. Final question before you go, what's that one piece of advice that you've got for first-home buyers? I think just back yourself, uh, forget what everyone says and save your money and go for it. Good advice. Aiden. Uh, I think just do what you 
you, f- you feel your, your heart says. A lot of people say, oh, no, it's too expensive now. I waited out. Wait, like we were told to wait for the stamp duty to come in, but you don't know if it's going to be six months or two years. So we thought we'll just get in there and see what happens and hopefully it all falls into place. And that's it. Kevin, you got to go for it. Well done. Now, you've done really well to get into the market, so um, you should be very proud of yourselves. It's another episode of How Gen Y Buy. Thanks to the guests for coming in today, and we'll be back in a fortnight with the next show. Thanks, Nathan. This podcast is for general information only. It contains brief comments not intended to be the basis for decision-making nor to be taken as a substitute for specific advice. Please contact Birdie Wealth to discuss any matters that may be relevant to your individual situation. For more information, go to www.birdiewealth.com.au.